And uh, I understand right now we have uh, Charlie Gasparino uh, from Fox News and to give us an update, what's going on in the uh, economy, what's going on in the markets. Uh, Charlie uh, Gasparino, welcome. Thanks, John. By the way, we have a mutual friend, John Yohe. You know him, John Neil Yohe. Neil Yohe, yes, yes. yes I get I get a lot of texts, a lot of emails from him. He's a good guy, and, and he's a uh, smart and, guy. And he, he knows the markets, and he's happy that you are well and everything is yes. good. Yes, and uh, by the way, I get a I get a lot of good, great market commentary from John, a little or inside, I should say, because he's so plugged into it. And uh, I mean, I think he he would say, um, Neil would say, as I'm going to say is that tomorrow is going to be an interesting day, I think. Um, tomorrow we have an interesting inflation gauge that comes out uh, that the Fed tracks pretty much. It's called the PCE, the Personal Consumption Expenditure Price Index. And, um, you know, it, it, it's essentially, a, 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 you know, another sort of type uh, supply chain type thing that try to, tries to gauge. And what are you predicting? Well, if it comes in hot and heavy, and let me just say what this does. If I'm reading the, the from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, reflects changes in the price of goods and services purchased by consumers in the United States. So it's an inflation gauge. In the, the, the price of Oreos are going up, uh, Charlie. Right. So if it comes in hot and heavy, you know, the trading rumor, and I think Neil would, would, would back this up, is that the trading rumor is that 50 basis points in the next meeting is baked in. Now, there are some traders out there who think the Fed has to do it immediately, that intra, intra like meeting, that they don't wait until May. I think that's crazy. I, in, this Fed is too, uh, too, too timid to do that. Well, but, I just had uh, uh, General Petraeus on, gave us an update what the heck is going on. Right. And uh, uh, you know who, how I can tell – uh, if the Russians are winning or, or the uh, Ukrainians are winning, I look at the price of oil. <laughs> Interesting. And because those guys are the smartest ones. They are the traders. And because right now the price of oil is a casino. And, and it, the traders are in charge. It's not the suppliers. It's not the companies. It's the traders. And the price of oil going up, that means that I felt that means that the uh, Russians are in, Still not giving up. Well, you know, that's short term. I mean, I think we're going to have to get used to the price of oil going up anyway, because Russia is going to be increasingly um, isolated in the world, as long as Vladimir Putin is still in, in charge. Um, you know, there's going to be tremendous pressure not to buy Russian oil. You have the left still dominating the, the Democratic Party, and they control both houses of Congress right right now, not maybe in, in eight months from now. So you don't have, uh, you know, you, you don't have pressure on, on the administration from Congress or, you know, to, to drill. So, you know, get used to some degree of inflation because of that. And I think that's why the Fed's going to have to, is going to have to act. And, you know, these short-term price fluctuations are, you know, they're indicative of the success of Ukraine. I, I get that. But let's just say the war ended tomorrow, right? Yes. Russia pulled back. It took no no land. Let's just say the best of all scenarios, right? I mean, is are, are we going to just start opening up everything to Russia um, immediately? I mean, are they going to we're going to start buying their oil again? Well, the, he we has are? two choices: to, to to live the life of what happened to Gaddafi and what happened to Saddam Hussein, or make peace 
with uh, Biden and make peace with the European well, Union? I think, I, I think, you know, he's now no one trusts him. So it's too far gone. So the, the whole thing is, do you, do you start dealing with him again? I mean, do you really engage Russia in the global community after this, after killing all these kids and women? And, you know, it's it's, horrible. it's I horrible. I don't think that's going to happen. Now, if he pulled in Napoleon and escaped to Elba, to live his life the rest of his life. I mean, if I were him, I would just take my $200 billion with my paramour and get on a yacht and have some fun, you know? But, uh, you know, Somebody the would city. shoot it down. Somebody would fire that missile at it, uh, you well, know? <laughs> you're probably right. Uh, and, and, you know, the one another rumor was that uh, uh, this morning that he was in Siberia uh, hi- hiding in a nuclear uh, you know, I, I, I usually dis, you know, dismiss those rumors, but this one sounds like it probably could be true because <laughs> he sounds so nuts. I mean, this whole thing is so crazy. I mean, what, like, like, what do you think you get at it? So, so you get like, you get the Ukraine. I get it. It's got minerals and this and that. But does Russia really need minerals? I mean, it, it needs was a stupid move. It needs open. It needs. To, it needs essentially capitalism to you know to basically take the. I mean, when I talk to people about Russia, they tell me. You know, there's a castle, and then a mile away, there's a slum. I mean, there's this sort of like great disparity, or not a slum, but a a very working class area. There's this huge disparity of income there. Well, the same thing. Joe Biden lives in the White House. And everybody else uh, is uh, getting poorer because of the price of gasoline. Right, but we we don't have that starkness that they have, thank God. Or else there would be a, there would be a revolution. Well, Charlie Gasparino clearly Putin cares more about power than about anything else. I mean, he's killing yes. Russians as well. Yeah. Those soldiers that are going in there as, who don't want to be there. And, no. You know, by the way, you look at the pictures of them. They're like this is the last they're place I want to be. I know they're yeah. children. One last question: the tax hikes, thirty six of them. So we what? Like what I said, you know what I said. What? Uh, I don't. I have no news, idea what, what's going through his news brain week, with this, but it's not going to happen. Obviously. Last last thing, and we got to take a break. Newsweek calls me up. Uh, what is it, the Daily Beast or something? Yeah, yeah. And they said to me, "The seven hundred billionaires. You're one of them. What is? What's going to happen?" I said, five hundred and fifty of the seven hundred are big Democrats contributing big to the Democratic Party. What's let, wrong let, with billionaires? Let, let, let them take care of Why are they trying what's, to what's punish wrong with success? Wait, wait, what's wrong with billionaires? We create the jobs. You create the jobs. You know, I just, went through, I just went through cancer treatment at NYU. You know, thank God Ken Langone is a billionaire and gave $200 million to the That's place. Right. The place is great. It probably saved my right. life. And I was at Columbia Presbyterian today, and they're saving my life. And I wouldn't have a job for, if it wasn't for this billionaire. <laughs> yeah, amen. I wouldn't amen. have a job if it wasn't for the billionaire that ran Fox. Fox. <laughs> you know, I'm there, too. Charlie Gasparino, thank you. We'll talk real soon, and thank you, and keep up the good work. Thanks, and I'm glad. You and I'm glad you're healthy. Thank, thank you. God. I appreciate it. Thank Thanks, God. God. Thanks, guys. Are we going into a break? Or go, we going? we got to go to a break. They're waving at me. And, Michael and, Goodwin, when we come back, of the New York Post. 